Good morning. Good morning, Corona Chan. Ah, the great and merciful. May she bless us in her countable ways. And may you spread the good word of the great and merciful Corona Chan by sending this to family, friends, and people you don't want to have in your life anymore because, like, you listen to that shit? It's got to be. <laughs> you can't be friends with anyone. Oh, I disagree with you. You listen to evil, conservative, right-wing stuff. It's not a libertarian. I always use that to thread the needle because I know it's no different today because people are stupid. But they would always try and get, are you a Democrat or a Republican? It's like, oh, yeah, because there's only two choices, right? And I'd say, well, I'm a libertarian. And that would, because nobody was terribly educated back then, nor are they terribly educated now. So if you're looking for an angle, you're looking for something that you could claim to be. That would not be lying. That might open up uh, some interesting conversation. You might be able to convert them and say, oh, no, I'm libertarian. They say, what's that? I said, well, it's like, you know, you, you want legalized pot, right? Or, you know, you're okay with gay marriage or, you know, people, whoever, if they're adults and <clears throat> not hurting one prostitution, are you okay with that? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like that, but I want low taxes too. Oh, by the way, I want people to have rights to guns. That's where you get them on the social angle. <laughs> That's where you get them. They're kind of like, yeah, I'm all for social freedoms. Oh, like the ownership of guns? Well, not that. Not that. You're okay with abortion, which is debatably killing infants, right? <laughs> okay, but then but then don't, but you're against gun ownership. Now, I'm against murder, but you know, you're not, you're not exactly all clean there on the vice side of freedom. You're like, you're for, I'm for everything. I, the great thing about libertarianism, not to talk about it, political philosophy is how it forgives you. You have no ownership of other people's decisions. So you can endorse the most horrific things. Not that you personally do it in your life, but, oh, you want to shove a vacuum up your hoo-ha and suck out what is arguably a life? Maybe committing murder? Maybe not. I'm all for it. Go ahead. Not get, you want to shoot that shit up into your veins and you get all that nice warm feeling and then you end up in a ditch where Juan takes a picture of you over in San Francisco? I'll go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I'm kind of more like leave everybody the fuck alone, especially me. Look, you all could be communists, just not me. Just treat me as a libertarian. All of you go text the shit out of Say, hey, don't, don't text that libertarian over there. No, he's cool. He wants to be left alone. That's it. If he ain't hurt nobody, leave him alone. And by the way, don't tax him at 40%. Just let him be. Let the guy be. Uh, Dana Hanford, I'm here for another midnight session. Yeah, it is. It is nighttime. Dan, uh, Donna is over in um, Australia, I think. And then there was another one. I'm a track con wife. Here's it's, uh, good morning, Cappy. Where my my left foot? This is you. We're always looking for models. Always looking for models. Mary Jo can't be the only pinup girl. I will say it again. If there's any of you girls out there. Want to send in pinup uh, pictures? No nudes. Can't use nudes. Nudes get you in trouble. Okay. If you want to help out the old captain, advertise. Obviously, predominantly male readership. And and the modern day porn is if you just put on a nice housewife outfit and you have a batch of cookies. That's dude. That's hot. Holy shit. That's rated X. Good morning, Cappy. I'm going to be annoying and ask for the email to send housewife photos to i'm a trad con housewife well if that's the case you could look it up it's assholeconsulting.com there's a contact oh wait no you can't do that <clears throat> because you can't attach that's a contact form that i gotta email you back all right let's just send it to my cappy cap account capped c-a-p-t capped 
capitalism at yahoo.com. Not Captain Capitalism. That goes to a cartoonist who does actually a good cartoonist called Captain Capitalism. But go to capped capitalism at yahoo.com. And you get it there. Look at me be all cheery answering these non-paid ad. Andrew Cap, why the fuck do you live in Minnesota? I'm going to say, okay, guys. <clears throat> I'm going to say it one last time. Okay. I have a girlfriend here. That's one reason. Okay. She is building up her savings so that she can require, she can retire adequately before 45, by the way, as well. Okay. Makes good money. We're not there yet. What? What? Strike while the iron is hot. That's what I do. Yes, I could live anywhere. Okay. And uh, if I did not have the GF, I probably would have split town probably seven years ago. I didn't really have the FU lifestyle uh, or the asshole consulting. Well, asshole consulting is only six and a half years old. So with that added, yeah, now I could go live and do and uh, wherever I wanted. And I'd probably just get a a small little one bedroom somewhere. I don't even know if I'd own property, uh, to be honest. And I could have traded in the equity I had in my home and throw that into a 401k or whatever. Well, you can't. You're going to regular stock account. <clears throat> but I probably could have done that. But the, the GF, she has a real job, legit uh, professional, make a good money. And here's the other thing. You, if you're if you got someone you love, and there's not even if you love, let's, let's just say you got somebody that's you're committed to, like, oh, you married fuckers. <laughs> anyway, uh, you unfortunately, it's incumbent upon you to make sure both people's finances work out. Both, right? And since I have gone from zero to hero and I know exactly what it takes rubber to road all the way up. Uh, I got to make sure that person's finances are in order so they don't tank my finances. It's early retirement. That's all I've ever wanted was early retirement. And one could arguably say, well, when's the last time you worked a real job? That was seven years ago. Admittedly, technically I'm retired from the corporate world, but this still takes effort. This still takes work. I know, I know not as much as, as a rake. I got, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm happier than punch right now. But I still got to work. I still have to make some contributions to a to a, an IRA. I still have a, a fair amount to go yet on my retirement uh, accounts. Yes, I could I could pull the ultimate boomer thing and uh, what's his name, uh, Alex Trebek it up and do a reverse mortgage on my house. I probably could do that. But the other thing, as of right now, why? Because I don't have a place to live in South Dakota just yet. My house is being built. The HOA has approved my house. They say, we like the way your house looks. Go build. Thank you. Second, third, fourth tier of government. <clears throat> I will build it so that you guys are all happy. And it's going to be a very simple, but a very nice, slick looking house. Not too big. And then when the house is built, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So it's going to be about a year. Or at least I'm going to go hang out there, you know, during summers. Um, but yeah, now it, it's, it's. You've made the you're making the corner, and now you're down the final stretch. And you guys are like, why are you at the finish line yet? Because I have to make it down the final stretch. We're not there yet. I can see it. It's coming up real quick. I see the checkered flag. Happy going to come in first place, but I'm not there yet. I have to come barreling down on this. And this is this is. Hang on. Let's talk about it, shall we, boys and girls? Here's all of Cappy's mistakes. This is basically all the mistakes I made. 
and how you should not make these mistakes. And if you want to come down, see, I did a lap on this trek. Now I'm coming down the, the final line and barring death or illness or whatever else, I'm going to make it. Okay. It would suck. I build my house and die like a week after I get there. That would really fucking suck. But if you'd like to do it much faster and not be 45, 46 fucking years old, by the time you're coming down the final stretch and would like to relax and retire early, well, let me get you a couple recommendations. First, worthless. <clears throat> Cappy majored in a stupid subject. He majored in finance. It was slightly better than his original major, economics, but they're both fucking worthless. So make sure that you get yourself a job and high pay so that you're not dicking around in your 20s trying to find, you know, just trying to scrape by. Patripad economics. Here's all the other financial mistakes I made, including not majoring in stupid shit. And then here's how not to become a millennial. Okay, Although I was not a millennial, I did study the millennials, looked at every possible bad decision they made and their mental illnesses and their uh, political. God, you can't even call it a religion. Your cult, your cult of socialism and all your isms. Okay, and how that set you back, get this, because this is a little bit for older farts. This is for younger farts. And there you go. And so that's that's why I'm not in South Dakota yet, because I didn't have me growing up. I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of the of the siblings. Okay. And when you're the oldest, you got your dad and your ma. And they're the ones that are supposed to train you. And if they don't know what you're they're doing because they themselves are poor. Or you're the first kid like, fuck, if we know what to do with you, you get to teach yourself. And so that's <clears throat> what I'm trying to do. And this is possible, guys. This is complete with it. And we did. We just had, I just did a video um, from a young black guy in South Dakota, of all things. He followed my advice. And we got stories about like this stuff. Where the guy's like, oh, Captain, I got your book in X, Y, and Z, and Z, Y, and X. And now at 25, I'm an engineer making 75 grand a year. If I didn't have that bobbity, 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 boo. We can save decades, literal decades of every young man and young woman if they want to listen to this. We can save decades of each and everybody's individual lives. We can save them easily, easily. $200,000 a year in big financial mistakes. We could all be retired at 50 with hot svelte women with big boobies. We, it's all possible. Just got to get those books to read them and get them out to the young people. And arrogant and hubristic as that might seem, I have seen it work. And, and that's all I want. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you know, like the, <clears throat> those science fiction shows, right? there's a prototype and the prototype is some amazing new technology, but it isn't perfected yet. It's got flaws. I'm the prototype. Like, wow, look what he did. Well, yeah, but look at all this shit we could have done differently. Learn for the prototype so you have the finalized product in yourself. You say, you know, that prototype beat all the records, but we improved upon the prototype. It beat the, we, we cut the race time in half based on the prototype. Not to mention you don't have to go through all the... <laughs> Starvation sucks. If you're Cappy is starvation fun or does it suck? It sucks. Fucking sucks. Here's my bagel and ham sandwich. That'll get me through. Fucking height. Finding tea on the St. Paul campus. Oh, sugar packs. This has like you're literally like this has calories. This is energy. Ah. So that's why the fuck I live in Minnesota, Andrew. And I don't even I don't even do winters here no more. I go to the Southern Command. I haven't done a Minnesota, a full Minnesota winter. I haven't done that in about five years. So I've already kind of partly retired.
Uh, our good buddy, Kevin McComber, our resident socialist. Libertarians live in a fantasy world that's never worked. What do you call the United States of America, Kevin? Before now. Before, uh, uh, not Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, before um, 1913 guy. World War II guy. Wilson. Not Wilson. Why can't I remember his name? Woodrow. Before Woodrow Wilson, we had it. We, that was what America was. This big-ass country that put a man on the moon and da-da-da, largest economy, da-da-da, pretty much every major invention that the rest of the world depends upon. All right, I can't even say that was us because us doesn't exist anymore. That was those guys about 100 years ago. Okay, Industrial Revolution, all this shit that we did. That was that was uh, paleo Americans. Now with the new neo Americans, like ah, give me my give me my Hulu. Where's my Trump bucks? Uh, yeah, we ain't inventing shit. We, but we don't. We're not a libertarian society. We were a libertarian society. Admittedly, arguably, you could say that the uh, prohibition days and there were uh, some Christian things that were not terribly libertarian. Slavery, obviously, not libertarian. But I'm pointing out that we kind of had it. Where tax rates were around three percent. You left people the fuck alone. Liberta- it's not. It, it's happened. We've done it before. Singapore, except you're not allowed to chew gum. Not terribly libertarian, but libertarian-esque. Microscopic Vegas. Vegas is a very libertarian city. Uh, I think that'll turn around very quickly. <clears throat> Chud Grover for two bucks. Kevin's by far my absolute favorite internet troll. Hey, if he keeps paying... If he keeps paying, I don't care. You guys can go ahead and go ahead and do that. Um, let us get to what do we got here? What do we got? No, that's not that. This will probably be a short one, guys, because I had a I had a weekend where I sat and did nothing. I watched probably a total of six movies. I did nothing. Wasn't getting good sleep. Um but today I got nine and a half hours of sleep. Felt very good. Very good. I'm training for Moab. Moab is coming up here uh, next week. Flying out to Vegas Wednesday. And then, um, yeah, I'll hang out with Baldoni, say hi to the guys. And then I'm going to hop in my car and go to Moab. And I'm going to hike the ever-living shit out of the non-national parks. I'm going to go down near Blanding. A lot of interesting cliff formations out there in Blanding. Atham, look that up. Um, but yeah, I just, I just uh, I drove out to Chicago, got back Thursday. And um, man, there's nothing to do unless we have this economy open. There's <laughs> show up. And, hey, what up? Hey, I got, what's going on? Got, yeah. All Chad and I did, all we did, it was funny. Like, okay, we're, hey, buddies, pals. Oh, yeah, it's good to see Elkins. What's going on? And all we did was we went running. He worked and I worked because that's all there was. There was nothing to do but work because, like, what do we do? Well, we can't go to your favorite restaurant because it's closed. We can't go to the, we can't go to the lake because it's closed. Like, how, when you basically cut everybody off else off from humans, there's no real reason to live, except then you go work, which is not reason to live. And then you go and you run and get your exercise, which I consider work. I don't consider working out like fun. I know some of you weirdos do. You get back. What do we do, brain? Uh, I guess we work some more. Yeah, because that's the only. Otherwise, what? We're going to watch TV? 
Go look at each other, sit there. Uh, what do you want? Uh, And so then I, I visited my old man on the way back and then uh, and got back. I'm like, oh, and I guess I guess like, OK, the funnest part of the trip was when we all went to the speakeasy. I can't tell you where the speakeasy was because that then it wouldn't be a speakeasy and the feds would raid. shit. The cops raided a place in Shakopee, Massachusetts recently because there was a bar. Um, <clears throat> so you got, you know, you got to loose lip sync chips. You got to you got to shut up about where that stuff is. But I, uh, I, you know, aside from the speakeasy and hanging out, the best part of it was just driving back in the car, listening to podcasts. Cause it was like, it was different. Oh, here's Wisconsin again. Okay. It's sunny. It was sunny. It was nice. Nice driving. Just listening to different, po- different thoughts, different human interaction, albeit digitally, but different human interaction. I think I was binging on turd flinging monkey and better bachelor, um, and that was it. That was it. And then you get back. Oh, hey, it's the same apartment. Oh, it's the same, same roads with the same restaurants that aren't open. Yeah. So now I'm gonna get the hell out and go to Moab. Uh Usama Abdu, five bucks. Cappy, what's your IQ, by the way? Any thoughts on the Eisenhower era tax rate? Versus the current rate. I'll have to look that up. Uh, my IQ, I test between 136 and 141. I know in uh, my book, <coughs> Curse of the High IQ. <coughs> I did an example where I said, let's say somebody has an IQ of 125. And then I talked about when I got tested. Like, Dude can't make up his mind what his IQ is. It's like, no, well, you didn't read that book uh, correctly. So it's like high 130s, I guess. And you know what? It's probably gone down because that was like I tested that back when I was younger and was much more couth with math, way more couth. And I do believe in IQ elasticity. A lot of people think it's hardwired, and it is. It, like you got this core competency, like you're you're a, you're able to do on any given day. You're able to do X, but if you go do some math problems and you train up your brain and you work on puzzle solving problems. You could score higher than the IQ, but unless you're like working out, unless you're going to keep that level of, of practice up, your IQ is going to go back down to whatever it is. So I believe people's IQ, and I believe people's IQs can change permanently. You can either increase them or decrease them with, you know, consistent, regular, intellectual, rigorous activity. Um, or, you know, drugs and booze where you, you can just kill it. Um, but then again, maybe you want to. <laughs> What's that like? You guys are all dumb and stupid and happy. You're happy? Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, the game. I saw the game. The guy threw the ball to the other guy, and it was really good, man. Eisenhower era tax rate. Is this when they had the top um, Eisenhower tax rates? They're very progressive. Income tax rates were 90%. was written by Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, Eisenhower's high as 90%. Uh, I'm trying to look for numbers. Uh, if we, yeah, if we're going, okay, if we're going back to this thing here. Okay. That's uh, not going to be your, um, what's his name? Did a study on this. Schiff, Peter Schiff. I think it was Peter Schiff. And um, <clears throat> the uh, 
you did at one time have a marginal tax rate of 90%, but there are so few people paying it uh, that it didn't really necessarily have an overall effect on the economy. Uh, what I like to use is, as tax rates, because like, okay, we're going to have a 99.9% .9 tax on anyone who makes over $10 billion a year. Okay, so five people pay that thing? And that's marginal. Remember, the rest of it, there wasn't. Uh, keep also in mind, it was to pay off our World War II debts. Uh, so there's another reason for that. There was a uh, expenditure reason to have that. And and I think think the United States government had had a point there. Hey, didn't we prevent you from like uh, being taken over by the German and the Japanese American corporation? They make a ton of money selling shit. Yeah, we're going to pay some taxes now, boys and girls. We're going to pay it down. Not necessarily, not necessarily against it. I wonder if we're going to have tax rates like that to pay down the the Wuhan flu uh, Trump bucks uh, bill. We're not going to. Uh, <clears throat> but it, there were so few people paying that your overall tax rate, and that's what you got to look at it, at a, an economy. It's like, well, what is what is the over? It's, you know, okay, fine. For, Bill Gates pays more taxes in in a minute than I'll pay in my entire life. All right, but what's the overall effect of taxes? So you got to look at what the overall rate is, and that's why I always like looking at government expenditures as a percent of GDP total, federal, state, and local. And that gives you a very, and I think they may not have had the data back there, Osama. It's been the, the I mean, sure, we could go back and wait a minute, hang on. I got the data. I put it together. Government spending percent GDP captain capitalism. All right, here we go. Federal budget. All right, so in the 50s, oh, this is a small chart. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so in the 50s, it was around 19%. That's federal. Uh, and then in the 80s, curiously enough, it went up to almost 25% under Reagan then went down under um, Clinton because the economy was growing. And then it just spiked up to 30 uh, under Obama because that was the beginning of the um, crisis. Uh, technically, Bush. I'd stand corrected. Bush and Obama because they did that. Now, you can see the big jump here in World War II up to almost 50%. And World War One was up to twenty-two percent, um, but before that, it was about three percent federal. Government only took three percent of of taxes, and now this is just federal, mind you. This doesn't add it in state or local. Uh, federal is. I'd have to update this chart for the past ten years. I think we're around the twenties, twenty-five. But then you you add in state and federal, it's forty percent. Uh, so it's, it's higher now than it was in the fifties, making my point that overall, that yes, okay. You had these 90% tax rates, but overall you're still taking more today, uh, than you were back in the olden days. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <clears throat> the competent man, UAL had a 2.5 billion bond at 11% issue fail on Friday. 11%. What's UAL? Neiman Marcus filed for chapter 11 Aww. and CH. K report a loss of minus eight hundred fifty two dollars a share. Disney issuing forty year bonds. What's UAL? Hang on, what's the ticker symbol for that? Is that U-Haul? United Airlines. Okay. Let's check. Cheapsake Energy Corp or Chess Chesapeake Chesapeake. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't know. You're following it more than I am, man. I, I, I'm not. I'm not following the stock market. Oh, Donna Hannaford wants to know as an Aussie, please, please explain what Speakeasy is. Uh, a Speakeasy is uh, during the Prohibition days. 
Um, they were bars that were run illegally, predominantly in Chicago, but all across the United States. This is where um, the Al Capone lore and legend comes from. Uh, probably Chicago would be the epitome, like if you've seen it in movies. So you'd have a knock, you know, what's the password? Uh, uh, Philly's a dickhead. And then you close it and then you let you in. And it, it would look like boring, like maybe even like it'd be an organ, like a church thing. But if you hit a button, a wall would switch and then you'd walk in and then people were doing the 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 Michigan rag and the Charleston, the girls with the crazy funny haircuts and their beaded skirts. Uh, and that's what, and you would speak easy so as not to let anyone know where it was. Um, and then the, the cops would come in and bust the place. It'd be a raid because women are anti-fun. That's basically what you need to know about uh, American history, Don. Uh, American women are anti-fun. You can't, was it anyone whose lips who touch Alcohol won't touch these lips. It's a bunch of ugly, fat old broads from 1920. Like, oh, darn. Uh, a noxious squid for two British pounds. Karen equals dentist and Tyrone equals dentist. And Tyrone is studying calculus three. Huh? I don't get it. Kevin McComer for two bucks. Make 90% marginal tax rates great again. Yeah, and and then like. Just did you see what you know, let's go to this? We got this now. And Miles, this is very you'll you'll learn about capital flight, Kevin. Elon Musk announced that Tesla will move its headquarters and more from California to Texas. Oh, I wonder why they chose Texas. And Nevada. Oh, I wonder why they chose Nevada. Due to the local response to the coronavirus, which he believes is excessive. Over the last few weeks, Musk has been criticizing the shelter-in-place orders and restrictions related to the pandemic, going so far as calling them fascist. Things are now starting to ramp up from just talk to actions. As we reported earlier this week, Tesla attempted <clears throat> to reopen a Fremont factory following comments from California's governor about starting to slowly reopen the state. But Alameda County, where the Fremont factory is located, shut down Tesla's attempt to restart production. My God. <laughs> uh, really, Elon? Really? You had, to, you had to know that California just didn't suck ass for business? What is with you rich people like who, who are like IT people? Like you got to be in California. Why? Why? Why are you in California? What the fuck is wrong with you, Silicon Valley dipshits? I mean, are your politics that bad? Are you, are you that? It's a cult. It really is a cult. You look at all these, these idiots that work over at Silicon. They're geniuses in one regard. IT geniuses, true pioneers from all across the world, all across the world. The best go there. But then you dipshits are brainwashed to think that, shoot, I pay 40% taxes. You guys are paying 50 or 60%. If you want to factor in the overpriced costs of things like rent in California because of government regulations, which isn't a direct tax, but a tax, but it's a compliance cost. It's a regulatory burden. Is it a tax? Yeah, but it wouldn't be there if you're in an evil place like Texas, where they have electricity, by the way. I don't know if you remember that when California had rolling blackouts. It takes you now, Elon. That's why I get a kick out of this this uh, Wuhan flu. Is it takes a pandemic to get young dumb people to realize that they don't need to go to college physically, that we don't need to send our kids to school physically, that te- kids can raise. I'm sorry, parents can raise their kids. They can educate their kids. We have the internet. We don't need to commute all this shit. And now, what it took it took that much to get Elon Musk, a pretty super smart guy. Pretty intelligent guy. It takes this for you to realize that California's fucking you in the ass. 
In response, Musk announced on Twitter that Tesla is filing a lawsuit against the county. Tesla is filing a lawsuit against Alameda County immediately. The unelected and ignorant interim health officer of Alameda County is acting contrary to governor, the president of our constitutional freedoms, and just plain common sense. The CEO went on further to announce that Tesla would be moving its headquarters and future programs to Texas and Nevada. What? I wonder if you would have. I wonder if it was a positive ROI to just start there in the first place. I want to make a profit. Hmm. You want to make a profit. So you leftists, you leftist entrepreneurs have to ask yourself a question. Do you want to make a profit or do you want to adhere to your politics? What's more important? If you want to adhere to your politics, well, then you stay in California and you don't make a profit. But if you want to make a profit more than your politics, you go to a no-tax state like Texas or Nevada or South Dakota. A little cold up there, I know. California, little pussies. We need our sunshine, need our sunshine, need our sunshine, need our sunshine. I know you're all pussies, so you can't handle the snow. Actually, I, I, I can't handle that being a hypocrite because I ain't staying in South Dakota in winter. I go to the Southern Command because fuck winter. Oh, Musk even suggested that Tesla might not keep Fremont factory where it employs about 10,000 people, depending on how it gets treated in the future. If we even retain the Fremont fa- manufacturing activity at all, it will be dependent on how Tesla is treated in the future. Tesla is the last car maker left in California. Yeah, some about that, Elon. You're not a profitable car maker. The CEO added that Tesla has been able to keep operating as casting foundry and other facilities in San Joaquin County, which is located next to Alameda despite the shelter-in-place orders. Furthermore, Musk encouraged Tesla shareholders to file a class action lawsuit against the country. It appears that Alameda was anticipating that Tesla would reopen by May 18th, same date as GM and Ford. Cornelius, are we coming up on that? Seven days. Scott Hagerty, the county supervisor for the District of Alameda County, where Tesla's Fremont plant is located, said that he had been confident that county health officials and Tesla executives were close on the green. Why the fuck do you... It, it's so cute how county officials and nonprofit and government workers don't understand speed or efficiency. When you government officials have nothing to do, nothing is really lost. When executives at a corporation have to be pulled into a county level meeting with you fucktards to talk about whatever your concerns are, we're talking millions of dollars being lost that day. Millions, which employ at least 100 people. In the case of Tesla, 10,000, it affects to go through this hoop and compliance regulatory horse and pony show. Get, get the fuck out of our way. Just get the fuck out of our way. And to show you how granular, how anal retentive, how petty local politicians can be, may I point out again, I think it passed in Minneapolis, the twin, I'm sorry, Minneapolis, not the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, where you're no longer allowed to have drive throughs anymore because of the global warming. And you're not allowed to have bags. And yet it's because government workers, government politicians are drastically inferior compared to private sector people. We have work to do. We're producing shit. There's an opportunity cost. Wait, wait, you guys don't really, because your, your opportunity cost is what? What's the opportunity cost of, a, of the politician dipshit? What, you don't get more government funding to write your shitty-ass children's book about feminism? What's your opportunity cost? Well, you don't get to go have espresso at an overpriced uh, you know, organic coffee shop in the Twin Cities? My criticism of Elon Musk all aside, the dude is employing 10,000 people at that place. There's a lot riding on this guy. 
His opportunity costs are in the millions of dollars probably per day. And you're dragging these people in here to talk about, well, how many feet are you people going to be separated by? Well, we we could, you know, I have my master's in public health administration. And studies suggest that, da, 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 da. listen, Karen, shut the fuck up. You're responsible for nothing. Your job is a completely affirmative action hire. If you went away, the taxpayers actually get some money back. I, however, am more valuable than you. I have a higher value than zero. And if I don't lead this company, start making decisions, we have to shut the factory down. <clears throat> We're working a lot of policies and procedures to help operate that the plant. And quite frankly, I think Tesla did a pretty good job. And that's why I had to make it a point where on May 18th, Tesla would have opened Mr. Hager. Oh, Mr. Hager, did you come up with a lot of policies and procedures? A bunch of nannying Nazis, nitpicking? Well, I, from my master's public health administration degree, I feel that, bah, 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 hey, go the fuck away and get the fuck out of my face. Update. Fremont Mayor Lily May issued the following statement. As the local shelter-in-place order continues without provisions for major manufacturing activities such as Tesla to resume, I'm growing concerned about the potential implications for a regional economy. We know many essential businesses have proven they can successfully operate using strict safety and social distancing practices. I strongly believe that same practices could be possible for other manufacturing businesses, especially those that are so critical to our employment base. The city encourages the county to engage with local businesses to come up with acceptable. We don't have time, sugar tits. We got to go now and meet with the mayor and the city council. And then we got to go to the health department. Then we got to do that on the county level, not just the, the municipal level. Oh, fuck off. Just fuck off. I'm going by the time that's all done, Elon could move all of his shit to Texas and Nevada. He could. Why would he waste his time with this? Hey, can we set up shop here? Yeah, please do. Go. Some minor paperwork. Make sure you don't pollute the environment. But you know, yeah, you're here. Good. As we have done for over a decade, the city is prepared to support Tesla as soon as they are able to resume automobile manufacturing operations are committed to a thoughtful balance approach. Oh, fuck off. The mayor of Palo Alto, where Tesla's HQ is located, Adrian Fine tweeted the following. Palo Alto mayor here I would really be sad and disappointed if Tesla left Palo Alto and stand ready to help. I truly appreciate having a cutting-edge tech company based. Well, they're a money-losing company, by the way. Employing people, paying taxes, and helping solve the climate crisis. Happy to help. Well, maybe the mayor of Palo Alto has a little more business sense. And then it says Electric's take. This is, um, this is the company that wrote it, electric.co. I don't care. I don't care about electric state because I don't care what uh, what they say. I don't care what journalists think. Uh, Jared Plow for two bucks. Good year for gardening food is better than silver bars. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to have a little bit of acreage on my property. I will be growing stuff. I'll be having food. boo 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 the competent man for two bucks. Remember the temperate societies? I don't. I, I remember the the phrase. What were temperate societies like? Just women that would withhold scent as sex. Temperance societies. For a while, temperance groups increasingly pressed for the mandatory prohibition of alcohol rather than for voluntary abstinence. The American Temperance Society was the first U.S. political movement organization to mobilize massive and national support for the reform use. And it's all women. It's all women. 
it's all ugly women that just don't want to have fun. Final kill, 44 for $4.99. Hey, Cap, strong independent man that need no woman here. <laughs> of course, that's, that's a given. Were women going to bail us? Were we going to get government checks from the women? Were they going to like, oh, we need affirmative action for men. We better give them hiring preferences. We better men. Were they going to do that for us? Did you hear a new, was there, did you get a memo I didn't? Texas just opened up, but weirdly there's lots of cars out, but no one is at the stores. Well, give it a, there's a, I know this may shock people in the government, but people have independent thought. And just because you make it legal doesn't mean people are going to go out. People will do what's it, what they perceive is in their best interests. Okay. So they, they don't, a lot of people are just voluntarily staying in. This is, we've now made it such a crisis and such a scare that, uh, you know, now people are afraid to go out because they're all going to die. I think Americans should charge head forward, go out and party and go to amusement parks and concerts. And who gets it, gets it. Who dies, dies. I don't, I, I'm sick and tired of cowering. But maybe I'm one of the last Americans left where Americans would have said, fuck this shit, let's go. Real Americans, the ones that beforehand, you know, that were libertarians. Now I know we just got a bunch of spoiled first worlders. Like, ah, nothing's more precious than my child. No. Everything's more precious than your child because your child is an effing moron that you raised to be in a hood to hood to hood, riddling dependent, uh, uh, brainwashed automaton. Wow, let me guess. It is going to go major in something worthless and demand a student loan bail. And ultimately, by the time this thing's life is over, it will have contributed nothing to society, which is the majority of people, by the way. So I don't know why you're holding up the rest of society for worthless people. Adriano Ramos, will Joe Biden still be chosen to run for president? What, for the Democrats? Yeah. <clears throat> I think he won. Didn't he win the nomination? I mean, it's him, right? So funny. Adriano's over in Perth, Australia, knows more about American politics than I do. There's nothing to know. There's nothing. Everyone's going to fuck you over. Everyone's going to fuck you. Trump's going to put off money. That, that's, I just didn't, I don't care anymore. Once Trump did, I'm like, done. Done. Not that I had a lot of faith or um, expectations of Trump. I just don't. Uh, I just don't have any. Uh, I'm not getting worked up about not resurrecting man for ten dollars. Thank you, resurrecting man. I'm a fireman medic. Department just hired an emergency manager. Thirty eight divorced, two kids, fat, and thinks she knows it all. But she has her master's in public health administration. Right? Makes me th- sick. Getting ready for med school. Moving forward. Thanks, Captain. Dude, just be a be a hero and tell her to shut the fuck up. Just if she ever gives you any shit, say, get your ass on this side. No, get on here, Karen. It's so sad that's not a stereotype because they're so prevalent now. Scott Ludke for two bucks. Texas will be as commie as California in 20 plus years. I don't think it will be as commie. You got to admit the amazing amount of progress California's made towards communism. Uh, Texas will not be as commie in 20 years. I'm still waiting for the day like Juan and his buddies wake the fuck up and realize the government stole their women that maybe you should vote Republican. But I got relatives in Mexico. Fuck your relatives in Mexico. <laughs> what are you going to do? Move to another Mexico with just as much traffic? It's called California. Here, maybe, maybe, okay, hear me out on this. For the Latinos who are flummoxed, they're perplexed, they're, they're quandaried between... 
God, I, I really don't want to vote for socialism and communism. But I do want my relatives to be able to come here. Why don't on the national ticket you vote for Democrats and locally you vote for the Republicans and kick the fucking Democrats out of California? How does that sound? Does that sound like maybe you'd win in the long run? Because here's, here's some of the Latinos got white people don't. You guys got kids, lots of them. <laughs> and they get to grow up in the shithole you're creating. <laughs> Remember the shithole you tried to escape, right? Or your parents tried to escape anyway, and now you're all in the same shithole? You just recreated a new shithole in California. Well, maybe stop voting Democrat politicians locally, and on a national level, you vote Democrat. Because the border, immigration is a national issue. It's not local. I don't know why you're beho behooved to the local politicians. Uh, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cappy, Cappy. Luke, thoughts on women that are absolute animals in bed? Uh, I'm for them. What, why, why do you? It should, that There's no wrong. There's a wrong answer to that. That'd be you're against them. You, you want them to be animals in bed. Threw caution to the wind yesterday amid COVID and did the dirty with the new chick. Keep going. Yes. Yes. You've already had some. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is she really on birth control? Do you have a vasectomy, Luke? I mean, you got to give me more than that. Usually if they're that good and bad or they're that hot, there's going to be a problem. There's just going to be a problem. It's great for a while. Well, you don't get invested in it. You're okay. You're fine. But, you know, it's... She's not your girl. It's just your turn. I think that applies very germanely to this topic right here. I think I think that's Juan. Where'd Juan go? Juan, five bucks. Opinion on full-time single fathers. I know single mothers get the steam, but is there a different single father acknowledge they messed up like me? Not necessarily. I mean, you got to judge. Look, the only reason there's such a backlash, and that's the key word, backlash, to single mothers is because there's so much singing and praise that goes into single mothers that men are just fucking sick of it. And I think now you're coming up on a second generation of men who've been divorced and now three generations who watch their dads get divorced. And as they've grown up, they realize, no, this is bullshit. Well, they've known friends that have gotten divorced. And this, this constant praise, this constant dick sucking of single moms gets tiring. It's anything. When it, 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 you, you get anything shoved down your throat, like Captain Planet, that was like where I was like, fuck off. All the shit you teachers said about the environment never has happened yet. Go fuck off. You know, same thing with religion. You have it shoved down. They're going to revolt. And so I think since the onus and celebration and praise is focused on single mothers, um, there's single fathers are ignored because they're a minority. And generally speaking, uh, they're poo-pooed as all deadbeat dads and sperm donors and all that. Uh, but some of it's true. I mean, some, and let's be honest, some dads deserve to get divorced. Some dads were horrible dads, horrible husbands. Um, but the propaganda is so focused on promoting single mothers that not a lot is said about single fathers that it's, you know, you got to do it on a case-by-case -case basis. There's some good single fathers. There's some bad single fathers. There's some deadbeat dads that never show up in the first place. But they were hot, and the women needed their seed. And, you know, you need alpha seed. I know single mothers get the steam as they're different single fathers acknowledge that they messed up like me. I don't, I don't think single fathers do necessarily all. I, I will admit that um, when you look at the uh, anecdotal evidence, because I haven't seen statistics, but 
It could also be selection bias, so I'm admitting that right up front. A lot of the single fathers within this community, you know, your Rich Coopers, your Terrence Pops, um, they've gone, and all these other buddies I know, they invest in their children. I think they all have daughters, too, for some reason. Uh, They invest in their children, and they are great. And then I know on the counter side, uh, at least one of my buddies, the mom is a fucking psychopath, uh, mentally ill, uh, on government money. Uh, so in general, based on, on the single fathers I know today, they are much better than the single mothers. At the same time, though, I know some great single mothers. They did the best they could with their children. Uh, they chose the wrong guy. They erroneously bred with that guy, and the children are suffering for it. But uh, I've seen some single moms that are more responsible than their, their um, ex-husbands. But the single fathers, based on you know taking some of those out of it, um, the ones at least who are red pill, ironically, love their children more than any leftist Marxist left-winger would because they actually spend time with their kids. <clears throat> Not stop, Dre, for uh, two bucks. Happiness equals reality divided by expectations. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. Is that it? We good? Okay. Um, Let me get to my notes. Where is it? That's not it. Is this it? No, this isn't it. Let me go to this one. Uh, What I am thankful for. I'm thankful that I had a weekend off. I'm thankful that I had an entire weekend off. And that I lied around and did nothing. I'm still trying to work on letting go and having a guilt-free weekend off where I don't worry about work I could have done, or maybe I'm being too slothful. Right now, I've put in so much overtime in my youth that I could never work a day in my life. I'd still put in more hours um, per day or per year for total life uh, than your average worker. Because what, everyone wants to retire at 55 or something like that? Could retire at 55. Government workers, I'm retiring at 55. What are you going to do for the next 30 years of your life? Jesus. They graduate, of course, at 25 with a master's degree. They retire, They work 20 years. So in 20 years' time, <clears throat> they're supposed to produce enough wealth to cover their childhood and the retirement. So their childhood was 25 years. The retirement is another 25 years, let's just say. So in 20 years, they're supposed to produce the economic production to pay for 50 years of sloth. And now you know why we run deficits. But I'm glad I had a weekend off. I'm thankful I had a weekend off. I'm trying to chill out and relax on that. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Dan Hunsecker, two bucks. Not on Audible yet. Still checking every day. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to re-upload a chapter. There was an error on it, so I had to re-upload the chapter uh, for How Not to Become a Millennial. And then they say, okay, it'll be 30 days before we get this. Like, oh, 30. So when you upload all the audio files, it's a 30-day audit. Then I guess they just restart the whole process, even though it was just one chapter. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll make an announcement. I'll let you know. This is, again, where we're dealing with the Karens and the county-level commissioners of the world. Kevin McComber, two bucks. You know, most people on welfare work, right? No, 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 Kevin, Kevin. Welfare, if you're doing the TANF, 
uh, TANF. Yes, most people on TANF work. We're t when we use welfare, it's a general term for all government handouts. And uh, that includes Social Security, Medicaid, which means they don't. <laughs> Dre, what inspired you to be a life coach and influencer? <laughs> I didn't have a choice. This is this is what happened. Hey, guys, I tried. I got thousands of resumes I sent out. Hey, let me become a banker. Let me become an analyst. I could do this. No, yeah, no, no. Okay, let me yell on the internet at people and, and, and curse and swear and make money. Oh, okay. All right, you do it. No, I, and I did not set out to be this. That's that's what you don't you don't want someone who said, I want to be a life coach, like 23-year-old girls. I want to be a therapist. I want to be a teacher. Anybody who sets out to be a politician, you don't want them being a politician. Uh, let's go over here. More happy news. We like happy news. We like happy news. A day trader who bought hundreds of oil contracts was told the old $9 million after a trading platform issue meant it failed to show oil's historic plunge below zero. A day trader who bought, uh, let's just go to the article here. Day trader who bought hundreds of oil futures contracts during its historic price crash last month was told the old $9 million after technology issue prevented his trading platform from displaying native oil prices, according to a report from Bloomberg. The record-setting oil crash last month led to traders using Connecticut-based brokerage firm Interactive Brokers being told the huge, huge losses incurred when the commodity went below zero, despite not knowing it was in negative territory. When crude oil prices for May contracts plunged into negative territory for the first time in history on April 20th, the firm's software was unable to display the unprecedented move below zero, leading traders to use the platform to major losses. After the crash, which sent oil to a record low of minus 37, Saeed Shah, 30-year-old day trader from uh, Toronto. Okay, guys, that's why you don't day trade, okay? This is dude, bro, all right? I, this is what every 30, you, oh, you're going to go become uh, paramedics. You're going to get your $12 an hour being a kind of sort of ambulance guy, all right? Then maybe... Um, you'll go to school for your MBA, and but then you're going to do day trading, brah. Day trading. No. No. You don't do day trading. We don't do tra day trading here. Hey, no, you don't. No. That's not a thing. You don't do that. <sighs> Notification from Interactive brokerage, Brokers saying he owed the firm a whopping $9 million. He had started the day with 77000 in his account, Bloomberg reported. As oil crashed into negative territory, Shaw bought 212 oil future contracts for what he thought was one cent per barrel, not realizing that oil was actually trading at a negative $3.7 per barrel. Shaw had no idea that oil's dip into negative pricing had happened, and he was unable to see the price in real time. His interactive broker system was unable to display a price below zero. I would be not only saying, not only do I owe you not $9 million, you owe me my $77,000 back. I was in shock. Shaw told Bloomberg, I felt like everything was going to be taken from me, all my assets. Shaw told Bloomberg he didn't sleep for three days after the incident. Yeah. <clears throat> slow and steady, guys. Slow and steady. Pay off your student loans. Don't go into debt. Spend less than you make. It's a $113 million mistake on our part. The 75-year-old billionaire, oh, T Thomas Peter Free, Founder and chairman of Interactive Brokers said that oil's journey into negative territory revealed existing bugs in the company's software. It's a $113 million mistake on our part, the 75-year-old billionaire told Bloomberg News in an interview. That's good. That's honest of him. Sounds like he's going to pay back Shaw. That's, that's intellectually honest. That's good. 
Since the interview, that estimate has been revised down to 109 million. Bloomberg said, we will rebate from our own funds to our customers who are locked in with long position during the time the price was negative and any losses they suffer below zero. In another incident, thousands of miles away in Europe, Interactive Brokers customer Manfred Kohler faced a similar situation to Shaw, according to the report. Kohler lives in Frankfurt, Germany. Please tell me in his 30s. Reportedly purchased oil contracts for his friends at 11 and between 4 and 5 that same day on Interactive Brokers platform. His trading, freeze scroll, uh, his trading screen froze just after 2 p.m. The price feed went black. There were no bids or offers anymore. Later on, however, Kohler received a notification from the brokers that he owed $110,000. Uh, <clears throat> but they talk about how it could go negative, and the CME and other trading markets did not know. Here's a picture of two serious white guys like that. When the start, This is probably just grabbed from however long ago. wasn't actually in the day. Uh, Eric Burns Marsh for five bucks. Cappy on your YouTube page, where, where were you hiking in that picture? I'm starting from zero. How long would it take to get in that shape to hike that place? That is, uh, I'm pretty sure, Angel's Landing. It's in Utah, Zion National Park. Uh, it depends. Chris Beckloff made it up that, and Chris was in no good shape, but he did it, but it was death for him. Uh, I can get up that thing, I think, in under two hours. It's not that long of a hike, but it's pretty vertical. Um, and a lot of times, if you go during busy season, you're going to have traffic jams because you're going out on a ledge up a chain. <clears throat> and if you fuck up too much, you're going to fall down a thousand feet to your death. Um, you're starting from zero. It would take you, I don't know. You start walking, start walking a mile a day. Two weeks, get up to three miles a day, take some rests, you know, like every other day. You're up to five miles a day walking. Then I'd start running, switch to running, do a mile a day. And then once you're running three miles a day, you'll be able to handle it. If you could run three miles and not die, you'll be able to handle it. It'll be tough, but you'll be able to handle it. So once you get up to the so I don't know. It depends on how fat you are and how much effort you put into it. Depends on how much weight you lose, too. Um, I'd say three months you could get up to it. So maybe fall. Try and fall and you could get to it. But, yeah, that's one of my favorite hikes, too. And I might be uh, might be going there. Uh, happy news from Bring Me the News. Uh, bring MN the news. Bring me MN news. Picture. Bear goes to Duluth Mall, finds it closed. So if you don't know where Duluth is, it's straight north of the Twin Cities on uh, Lake Superior in the bay there. And here's a bear, black bear. Lots of bear up there. Who doesn't like bears? There aren't many visitors to the shuttered Miller Hill Mall during the coronavirus pandemic, which is probably why this bear felt it was safe to check it out. Mall security officer Ryan Carlson came across this quite chunky bear. Yeah, he ain't missing no meals. Usually spring, they're not, they're a little more emaciated because they're coming out of hibernation, but he, uh, he's he been getting into some garbage bins. Bears are not that uncommon out here. We find bears. A lot of people have cabins. Bears will rummage through the garbage. <clears throat> Around outside the entrance of the Duluth Shopping Center early Wednesday morning, the pictures were posted on Facebook by his friend Katie Alt-Richter-Kaz, who has named it Noodles. 
Her post has been shared more than 2,400 times as of 11 p.m. Wednesday. Oh, yep, they're sitting down. He was just totally fine. Just uh, passing through, Katie wrote. Bears come through once in a while when they smell something good from the restaurants. Miller Hill Mall, like all Minnesota malls, is currently shut down as part of the coronavirus social distancing measures. That said, it was started. It has started offering curbside pickup. That I'm never doing. No. No. <laughs> Let me the fuck in the shop. I'm not doing curbside. Bringing you your slacks, Mr. Clary. Thanks. So maybe Noodles was trying to visit the Build-A-Bear build workshop. Ha, ha, ha. And it's just a picture of a bear. He's just chilling out there. Black bears are not that big, actually. Um, you'll look out for Grizzly. There you go. Happy news. Happy na- bear news. Let's go through the sponsors here really quick. Uh, the sponsor, Alpha Male Reviews. I will put the YouTube channel up there, Alpha Male Reviews. On YouTube, you can visit his channel there. He did a video on Enjoy the Decline. So you can check out his channel there. How Not to Become a Millennial, Learning from America's Largest Sociological Disaster. Go ahead and get this book when you're born and not allowed to go outside and play. As well as some of my other books, Curse of the High IQ, uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, What's this one? Oh, the Pence Principle. That's not mine. That's Randy Bentwick's. But basically how not to get falsely accused of rape so you don't go to jail. Reconnaissance man, where to live in the United States. Now would be the perfect time to go start traveling the United States, cheap gas. Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. The black man's got out of poverty. For those of you who have to be black, male, and in poverty, and you want to get out. Get that book. Then we got other books. The best of books, Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf. And there's also Captain Capitalism Reserved. And Love Letters to the Left, my best writing from my blog, which I have backed up in book form, <clears throat> so that if the Googles ever decides that they don't like what I wrote, they can delete it, but it's still backed up. PushingRubberDownhill.com. Visit my good friend Adam Piggott over at PushingRubberDownhill.com. It's the blog, the movie, the website, the strip club, the jazz club, the uh, the circus, PushingRubberDownhill.com. It actually is just a website, which is his blog, a podcast, which he also has. I got to listen to his podcast. I haven't binged on him in a while. Maybe when I go for my walk, I'll listen to him. Uh, da, 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 Pushing Rubber Downhill. Uh, and then the book, the book, Pushing Rubber Downhill, which, again, I will say is a must-read. It's The Hero's Journey, A Journey from a Boy into a Man. And it's cringy. It's very cringy at first. Like, no, 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 God, he did. And um, I would put it up there with The Way of Men, uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, Rollo Tomasi's The Rational Male. Um, absolutely would. Masculine Geek, when you're done tuning in, tune into The Masculine Geek, which I have on my cell phone, which is charging right now. I'm going to binge on that. Maybe TFM when I go for my long-ass walk. Uh, maybe I'll go for a really long walk. Because oh. noon I got lunch for a long walk. My to-do list is kind of done. <laughs> I, I know there's some other stuff. I got to go online and switch from a SEP IRA to a solo 401k, which, hurrah. But now I, I got to talk to Chad Elkins about that. He's like, oh, dude, you already contributed that much. Or you can't contribute anymore. I'm like, I thought this had the high contribution limit. Oh, no, that's a solo 401k. Oh, why didn't we do a solo 401k? 
so Masculine Geek, if you're bored uh, with this one, go over to MasculineGeek.com and check out the podcast and the website there. They have their YouTube channel. Most of their updated podcasts are on the YouTube, kind of like mine because it takes time to download and convert to MP3. But if they do convert it to MP3 and upload it, I think on Podbean. I'm not sure. You can check those guys out. And then BlackBrigade.org. Go to Black Brigade Debrief at BlackBrigade.org starring DT. And DT, he might be podcasting when I do. Him and I are now kind of on the same schedule. And um, I'll put that in there for you guys. There we go. Uh, so take a look at that. I'm also going to th- – these are all podcasts I listen to too. It's not like they just paid me and said, hey, uh, would you promote – they're friends of mine, but I also listen to them. <clears throat> uh, and both of them, they reach puberty. It's so nice to see them hit podcast puberty where they're like, they say, hey, we can monetize and charge money now. They actually realize they could do that after years of podcasting. So they finally admitted that Aaron was right. They were wrong. But uh, I, I, beyond all the mockery and ridicule, uh, these guys do have good podcasts. Uh, the Masculine Geeks, they kind of get a break from the politics and all that. And that's why I like it. And DT is even more cynical and dark and jaded than I am. So check out those guys there. Academic Composition. Go to academiccomposition.com to have your papers in college written for you. Because if it's good enough for corporations to outsource menial tasks, it's the same thing for college students. Why would you, why would anyone, unless you're a liberal arts major, why would you write your own liberal arts papers? All right. Have Alex and his team of crack writing staff write your papers for you. So you could go and make more money or you just go have fun. Uh, and if you're also looking to uh, have a job, Alex is always looking to hire writers and uh, advertisers, marketers, not fun jobs, not sexy jobs, but they can be done from home and it pays. Of course, that's not as much money as you'll make with Trump bucks and welfare and all that and the more or less officialized uh, UBI we now have. UBI, here, we got it now. How's it feel, guys? Everyone's committing suicide. What would you get to later? So take a look at academiccomposition.com. Tell Alex the captain sent you and he'll appreciate it. Noncommunistsciencefiction.com. Do you like communist, uh, Do you like uh, science fiction? You do. But do you not like communism? You don't. Well, have I got the website for you, noncommunistsciencefiction.com. The author, Michael Kingswood, has a whole ton, a whole ton, which I don't know what that is, but it's a whole and it's a ton of books on science fiction that is not communist. And by not communist, I don't mean he's like political and advocating capitalism. There's just no fucking politics in his books. It's just good. It's like Star Trek's it's Star Trek without the sermoning, okay? So take a look at that. And bunkerbasics.com, take a look at bunkerbasics.com. Dot com with Bunker Bob. Okay. Bunker Bob's basics. Bob prepares, I'm sorry, discusses how preparedness is insurance against the risk of disaster. He discusses how you can become more self-reliant when knowing the government is prone to making massive miscalculations. Bob shares the tenets of prepping, income diversification, frugality, skill development, risk management, and more. At Bunker Basics, you're not getting a rant from a guy in his mom's basics, a basin, basement. You're getting actionable steps you could take to better prepare yourself for a shit hits event. Uh, shit hits the fan event like the coronavirus pandemic. So you go ahead there, take a look at bunkerbasics.com. The Science of Mastering Women, written by Linda Gross, who also has a podcast that's pretty darn good. I'll put this in the chat room. Take a look at her show there. Uh, Linda Gross, Science of Mastering Women. Uh, And then if you're looking for computers for sale, I scored four computers 
at the speakeasy, the guy's giving away four old computers. I got four old computers, so I'm going to bring it to the to the good Aaron, and he's gonna um, he's gonna convert those. I think he's gonna shred them. He said, "Ah, they're Vista machines. That's too old." So maybe you'll save the uh, memory sticks. Um, but there you go. If you're looking for cheap computers, we're talking around 200 bucks with shipping. That's it. Don't expect anything fancy. He does not do support. He doesn't do tech support. Don't call him. It don't work. I don't know how to plug it in. Does this come with a thing? No. You get a fucking computer with a fucking mouse and a fucking keyboard. That's it. It's it, you're, He is expecting you to be an adult and to plug it in and get it operating. No, it doesn't come with, uh, uh, what's it called? Microsoft Office. You have to get that yourself. It's just a basic fucking computer. So if you're mature enough to know how to do that, and you're willing to drop anywhere between 150 to 200 bucks, depending on laptop and whatever else goes in it, you're just looking for a basic bitch computer, not something that plays Fortnite. Not something that does, this is not your Bitcoin mining machine. This is your basic bitch computer that does internet and uh, word processing and Excel and maybe some old ass game. So that's it. So don't don't make it more complicated. And no, he's not going to help you with uh, how to install it. He's going to assume you're an adult and can do it. And I put that in there. Uh, and then finally, if you'd like to help out the show, olderbrother.com slash donate, uh, of which you can donate. I'll put that in the thing. You could donate by donating to PayPal. You get nothing for it. You just Oh, I gave Cappy money. Yay. Uh, I, although I appreciate it. Uh, then there's also Patreon, which I uploaded a new uh, road trip podcast episode to that. I did that while driving out to Chicago. So you guys get access to behind the scenes content, including Mary Jo's pinups and my best post I've ever written, which is how uh, sanity is the future of wealth. Uh, and then finally, there's my Amazon affiliate program, which they've cut the percentages down. But, eh, you know, if all of you were to do all your shopping, I'd still make more. So go get into the good habit of going to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner. Do all your online shopping there, and I get a 3 to 4% commission or cut. So if you do all your shopping through there, and everyone does it, it adds up. Anxious squid for two pounds. Why can't most modern women cook? They can they can. They choose not to. Most men could cook. We choose not to. They don't want to. In the olden days, cooking was a very important thing. It's it's how you helped your man. It's how you recharged your husband. You know, it, it was very important because the guy would go work, usually a manual job. He was working at the factory or the farm. And man, there's nothing better than good food. And so if a woman was a great cook, that's great. But now uh, women are interested in marriage. Uh, if they are, it's only about them. They don't understand the selflessness and altruism aspect of it. Like you got to love him more than than you love yourself, and he's got to love you more than he loves himself. <clears throat> and women just aren't—they're not selfless. They're not, and they're—they're they're completely programmed and indoctrinated to not even view men at, at at best when they look at men for husband material. It's he's a good man, and what does he do for me? He's like a status symbol. Some women they'll still do fall in love. There's no doubt about it. But it's very rare. It, it really is a solipsistic, all self, like, how does he get me what I want? You know, there's not a woman like, I love this man. I My great-grandfather, I found out about this. Uh, he was an alcoholic, and he was a, 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 a vagabond. And that, uh, but my great-grandmother just loved him, just doted on this guy. <laughs> Multiple stories. I mean, just 
But she loved the man, and she'd do whatever for him, and that's love. That's love. She, whatever, he had something she absolutely adored about him. Who knows? Personality. Whatever. I, there's a couple pictures of him, and he's got this look. It's like, that guy knew what he was doing. you know. And, and my great-grandma, she just had a beaming smile on her face. She, she knew what she was getting into. <clears throat> I'm sure she cooked for uh, great-grandpa Clary. I'm sure she did. Uh, but today, they're, it's, it's not that they're choosing not to. It's, there's only so much time in the day. And now that they've been thoroughly convinced that they have to go to school, and they have to get master's degrees, and they have to uh, you know, party and travel. My God, I, Elkin showed me the dating stuff. He showed me Bumble. I got the slide on the Bumble. And um, it's worse than I thought. I, I thought, it, oh, Chad's just showing me the bad. No, it's horrible. I, I've never... All the stuff they list on the dating profiles has nothing to do with getting a guy. It's all about them. There's no sales pitch. There's no salesmanship. It's not like I'm a great cook. Da da da. I stay in shit. Not one. It's like I like to travel. Degree. Uh, and then and, and fur baby. Fur baby was so common. So common. Um, but yeah, and and that's that's the optimal one where it's like. Well, I kind of maybe like the guy, but I need a check mark. I need a man. There's no consideration. What can I do to make this guy happy? Most women, I would say, or the next step worse would be they only look at a guy as a status symbol or sperm donor um, or resources. Uh, and they and then they expect, you know, like, well, they're going to go continue their career and do that. So there's no staying at home to learn to cook. Uh, and then when the divorce comes, though, well, now you get to take care of the kids and you got to support yourself. There's no time back for all of the evil that nuclear families were. The one thing it had, and I would argue the, the main reason the nuclear families resulted in better sociological results, no crime, no <clears throat> suicides, no mental disorders, etc., is because of the division of labor. Men were allowed to go and make a lot of money. And I'd be very curious to see if a healthy, good quality meal every day it reinvigorated the man, re-energized him to go forth and do more. Uh, and women would, this is not a lesser job, but women would stay home and take care of the kids and they keep the house. And it worked. You had stable and, and, and anchored and, and reared children. You had a father who would support the family, and you had a nice you had a nice domicile to go back home to. It was clean. It was taken care of. There was food. And you had your kids. Hey, let's play ball. Let's make your wife in the ass. <clears throat> Have yourself a little canopper at night. Then you go and you're like, yeah, this is this is worth doing it. This isn't a. Uh, but now that, that that's not a. That's not a thing. That's I, I know a couple girls that can cook, uh, but they're they're certainly not the majority. Certainly not. Final kill forty four. Wish to give thanks to Corona for shredding out the bad people in my life. Gave me clarity on what's important in life and snapped me out of la la land. Did it? I'm kind of curious. Like, what didn't you? I mean, if you're already tuning into this final kill, you must have had some cynicism. All right, but it, it is turning and pulling the curtain back on a lot of a lot of posers, isn't it now? Uh, we have an article for that. <laughs> Nonstop Dre for two bucks. How's Operation Evil going so far? It's not. It's not. I've I, uh, been dicking around with all this stuff. And, and, and yeah, I could, 
I got to write this next essay before I go to Operation Evil. But I, at the same time, I'm tired, guys. I just, I'm tired. Finish that book. Uh, I was dealing with getting the house set up, uh, dealing with the Southern Command. It just took takes the life out. And then you got to get out and go do something. It's, and for Operation Evil to, to, to go, I have to look at this screen. I have to look at a computer screen. I just don't want to look at a computer screen. I do look. I, I know it's not every day, but we try and get three <coughs> good morning Corona chans out. We try to get, uh, I try and get a, an older brother or a Clary test out, our Clary podcast out. And then, but then you got to get out of the house. And then it's maybe when I go to Moab, when I'm sitting at the hotel, I'll. I'll be able to crack down on that. But Operation Evil, like, no, no, these ideas aren't going anywhere. Don't worry. But I will get them out and done you know, beforehand. Everything should be okay because I don't have to dick around with the house as much anymore. And I don't have to dick around with the Southern Command anymore. <clears throat> Classic Basement for two bucks. What's your thoughts on meditation? I'm not, I'm, I'm not against it, but not me personally. Uh, my meditation is riding a motorcycle or going for a run or going for a long walk. Um, for some people, it helps. A lot of people, it helps. I can't, you know, it's like yoga. Not for me, but I know a lot of people who use it and they like it. So if it works for you, sure. It's where it becomes like a false religion where you're going, namaste, namaste to random people on the street. Like, oh, I'm into Gaia. And uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm going to fly to the Buddhist temple of the monk to find inner peace. Shut the fuck up. You're a bored, rich, white woman who divorced her husband. Get the fuck out of here. Juan Cabrera, two bucks search. San Francisco is giving free drugs and booze to the homeless. <laughs> We're throwing more garbage for the rats. That'll solve our rat problem. I don't know. Do I have to? Juan, is it, one, is it shocking? Two, does it matter? And Rob Fugolsky, <clears throat> part of the 1099 superior race, I might add. 1099 here, change of subject. Would a 500cc cruiser be a good starter bike considering I would like to cross-country roadie? I'm a newbie, less Kevin, more pumpkin swaddler. Uh, depends on what you weigh. <clears throat> 500cc should get you there. Uh, but if you're going to go up some mountain passes, I remember having a Honda Shadow 750. I took that to Alaska and back, and that did not have the pep. I thought a 750cc engine would be good. It doesn't. It doesn't have the torque. Um, I would I would ride it and see if it's got enough pep to pass. That's the key thing. Does it have enough uh, energy to pass with you on the bike and preferably another human being or at least 60 pounds of gear, like clothes and shit, if you're going to go on road trips? Because <clears throat> that's what you're going to be carrying. And uh, it, it'd be about I'd maybe more like 50 pounds, but y you got uh, tools, fix a flat, um, gear, um, clothes, laptop, it'll all add up to about 50 pounds. So take that bike up a big hill and see if you can, you know, try and pass people on the highway, see if it's got pep. And 500cc should be enough, but that's why I thought with that shadow. See, my crotch rocket was 636, and that thing was like, whoa. I, it was... <laughs> uh, but then I had the 750, I'm like, whoa, this should be crazy. Mm -mm, doesn't have it. Didn't have it. So, yeah, you're going to have to take it for a test ride. But it, it, it should. 500 cc should be able to carry a average height and weight man up a mountain. Nonstop Dre for $2. Do you wish you started Operation Evil first? Uh, 
Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Uh, because Operation Truth, I guess is what we'd call it. it. It's been successful. I've made money. But uh, for the amount of work I put into a lot of these books, um, that same amount of effort would have probably got me a lot more money. A lot more. So, but it'll, it'll come out. It just takes time, man. You know, it's not like I woke up fresh out of the shoot. Like, oh, I'm going to write books and, and things that'll lie to women and tell them what they want to hear and come up with products. They'll just, they'll ruin their lives, but they'll pay me money for it. You got to go through the, oh, I see. I try to tell people the truth and they hate my guts. Then Oprah tells lies. She makes billions. I got it now. I see. Uh, The Australian. Coronavirus Australia, suicides toll far higher than virus. Suicide rates in Australia are forecast to rise up to 50% due to the economic and social impacts of the coronavirus and tipped out strip deaths from the pandemic by up to 10 times. World leading research by the country, country's top medical health experts, no link, point that out, no link, predicts the impact of the virus could result in an extra 1,500 deaths a year over the next five years and a generational mental health crisis linked directly to the pandemic. The modeling conducted by Sydney University's Brian Brain and Mind Center and backed by the Australian Medical Association is expected to be taken into to national cabinet next week by Health Minister Greg Hunt ahead of an accelerated second phase mental health package. <laughs> money for mental health will not help. I don't know. Can we, can we look at the black community and say money doesn't help? Money doesn't help. Fathers help. Nuclear families help. STEM degrees help, discipline, rigor, structure, purpose, agency, and meaning, and, and reason in life help. More government money doesn't help. <clears throat> have you guys all seen how all the sociological problems have just increased exponentially as we've thrown exponentially more money at it? I wonder if it's perfectly related to what Juan said. I wonder if, if giving free booze and drugs to San Francisco homeless people are going to help. Modeling also predicts a significant economic blow from failing productivity due to mental health effects on unemployment, school dropouts, and family crises. Well, if you drop out of school, that's probably good for you. Regions hard hit by a collapse in tourism are expected to be particularly vulnerable to an increase in suicide. It is feared that young people are among those most at risk. Former mental health commissioner and head of the Brain and Mind Center, Santre is how they spell it because they're special, Ian Heike told the Australian that the modeling showed an annual rate of suicide could rise from 3,000 up to 4,500 with youth suicides making up almost half. This is the same models that predicted the COVID and the global warming. Just wondering. A joint statement will be issued today by Professor Hickey, AMA President Tony Bartoni, and Origin Youth Mental Health Organization Executive Director. Guys, <clears throat> my God. The more syllables, the less valuable your job is, okay? Director Patrick McGorry calling for urgent action to address an issue which they claim will kill more people than the virus. Preliminary modeling by the Brain and Mind Center suggests the COVID-19 pandemic may give rise to 25% more suicides up to 30% of those among young people aged 15 to 25. This is based on an unemployment rate of 10% and the associated recessionary impacts. This could rise to 50% if unemployment was to peak at 15%. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. And here's a great little chart of the new cases in Australia. And there was the classic, uh, <clears throat> the classic bubble, the classic bell curve, and it went down exactly like uh, Turd Flinging Monkey said. I have to shout out the Turd Flinging Monkey. If you want to watch him, he's on BitChute. 
TFM, bitch shoot, search it. But he nailed this one. And now there's like, you know, cases around the world. Uh, Mr. Hunt confirmed last night that he had been briefed on the research and it was now being considered in the formulation of the new COVID-19 mental health package. You know, it would help out if people just got sexier and thinner. I think that would help out. You know, or maybe if wives made delicious meals for the husbands, that'd probably help out more than a than a government stimulus health mental package. This is important and sobering work, which we welcome. Mr. Hunt told the Australian, and we know definitively from earlier economic crises that they increase mental health issues and the potential to increase suicide. Now we have modeling. Your models are shit. If you look at any of the models that we've used in the past, they're they're kind of shit. <clears throat> that's why we are determined to be ahead of the curve with a three-part strategy. Now the most important part of the recovery is helping as many people return to work as possible. Um, Open up the economy. It won't just help the economy, and more importantly, it will save lives and protect lives by reducing anxiety and mental health problems that come deep with economic impacts. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba, ba-da-boo, boo-da-boo, Hot wives save lives. That's all I'm going to say. Hot wives save, save lives. There we go. Any more super chats? No, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Last bit of good news from Breitbart. U of Ohio, Ohio U lays off gender race professors. <laughs> Ohio University laid off three completely worthless professors. I added that part from the Gender and Race Studies Department this week in response to financial burdens imposed by the Chinese virus pandemic. Ohio University also fired 140 unionized employees who worked in the university's custodial groundskeeping and maintenance department. Dude, keep those guys. Get rid of of all your liberal arts programs and keep the grounds workers, okay? They actually do something. According to a report by the College Fix, Ohio University in Athens, Ohio, laid off three professors this week in response to financial difficulties imposed on the university by the ongoing pandemic. The now jobless faculty members were part of the gender and race studies department. The university has already been criticized. Of course it's going to be criticized. Of course. For its decision to lay off because of racism, right? It's racism. Not that you guys are worthless, worthless, horrific. You all, it's not bad. It's not worthless. It's cancer, what you people offer. From the Gender and Race Studies Department's Ohio University political science professor, Christine Christine Taylor, wrote in a viral tweet that she was heartsick over the university's decision. Oh, Christine, you might have to get a job. This morning, Ohio University laid off tenure-track faculty starting with African-American studies. I am heartsick. Well, what do they offer? That actually helps African-American kids, you know. They're not wasting their time in that bullshit degree. The woe is me studies department. They might actually go into accounting or something now. And I worry that this is the canary in the coal mine for other universities. Are other institutions doing this? Yes. <laughs> Ohio, University, Ohio University spokesperson Carly Leatherwood said that faculty salaries are the university's largest expense. The majority of the institution's operational costs are its employees, which requires the university to make extremely difficult decisions regarding our workforce, including today's action. Over 3,000 members of the Ohio University community have signed a petition that calls on the university to reinstate the professors because that's all you know how to do is protest. Entire academic programs, including the completely worthless African-American studies in women, gender, and sexuality studies are facing elimination. Faculty has been excluded almost entirely from the decision-making process the petition reads. Yeah, because what you're fired. 
You offer nothing. You know what? And maybe it's a good thing. Because here's the thing. If these professors were bringing in the the money, like people were just banging to get at their, they'd have to expand the program. I could understand, but you're not. Maybe that's a good sign that the kids are waking up and realizing this, woe is me bullshit studies. It's just victimhood ideology doesn't get you a job at Goldman Sachs. On Monday, the American Association of University oh, Professors, Ohio University chapter, released a statement in which it condemned the university's decision. They look how they're so precious; they think they're entitled to a lifelong job. Would destroy the university's commitment to diversity and inclusion. Further, the ostensible action not to renew the three faculties' member of women's studies will irredeemably weaken or destroy programs that directly supports diversity and inclusion, which should not be supported. That is racism. That is bigotry. That is, and it's above all else, a horrible financial burden upon the students that take it. It's a horrible liability. Uh, These terminations must be reversed and there must be a halt to any further personnel decision. Oh, fuck off. Breitbart News reported in May of 2018, the vice president of diversity and inclusion at Ohio State University makes almost 200,000 a year. By comparison, the average full-time professor at a public university earns 126,000 a year. I wonder why tuition is so expensive. I just wonder why. Does that make you feel nice and warmer, guys? Nice and warm? All right, let's take a look here. Nonstop trade 360 for two bucks. Do you wish you'd say, oh, we already did that one. There's another one down here. Juan, hey, Juan, you're back. Thoughts on having to wear a mask to the gym? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. How far of a walk do you generally go on? Namaste. Uh, David, 128 for two bucks. Uh, it depends on the mood I'm in. Uh, I may go for a three-mile run instead. But the walks are more relaxing. So I think what I'll do is I'll go for a three-mile run, and then I'll go for a, a six- to seven-mile walk. I just I just got to get out of the house. I just have to get out of the house. And so I think, um, yeah, a three-mile run. I'll go for a quick three-mile run, get the heart rate up, come back before lunch. I'll have lunch and then I'll go for a walk. Can you see how excited I am? I'll be better when I get to Vegas. I'll be better when I get to Vegas. $2 from nonstop Dre. Will you go on TFM show? He would have you on. Yeah, I'm not against it. it but like any, any other show, it's, it's not an issue of do I want to go on. It's like having the time. He's busy. I'm busy. Cooper's busy. Um, all these guys are busy, you know, and, and, and if it, if it flies by now, like, Hey, can you me? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> going on now, you want to join? Sure. But it's not, and it's not that he doesn't want to come on or I don't, you know, I would love, I'd love to have other people on the show, but my lifestyle is as such that I wake up, I do what I want when I want patterns are starting to form. So I guess everybody kind of knows, Hey, can I come on your show? You know, at 9am like, yeah, sure. You could come on the show. But it's it's having that freedom where I wake up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm done now. And, and off we go. Uh, Chris is black for 10 bucks. Hello, Cappy. I'm a 19-year-old guy who read Reconnaissance Man and joined the client. Plan to hit the road as soon as possible. I have 13000 in savings that I'm planning for investing thoughts. I <clears throat> 13000 in savings is not a lot. Um, as I always say, make sure you get your 200 ounces of silver. Although I'd wait a little bit because I think physical silver is a bit pricey right now, but who knows? Get some cryptocurrency. <clears throat> it could go down. It could go up. 
Um, but I would, if you're 19 years old, I'd save that for school, save that for your training, whatever it might be. I mean, your road trip, I think some of that should be, cause that is investing. You're finding out where you want to be in the United States as you've read reconnaissance, man. So I think that is an investment. I think that is a wise investment. Um, but I, I'd leave that for an emergency fund, like keep at least $6,000 of that cash. So you have an emergency fund. So you're not desperate. Some cocksucking boomer boss lies to you about a job. You could just like, ah, fuck you. I'm done. You don't have to stick with them. <clears throat> um, you got your cryptocurrency. You got your, your silver. Um, yeah. And I just use the rest of that um, for your traveling, for your reconnaissance. And you should have a little bit left over to, um, to make a good go at college or, or, or trade school or whatever you want to go to. That's, that's what I would save the money for. Kilroy was here for five bucks. The gravy train's coming into the station. Yeah, it is. Yep. I'm kind of curious if they're going to, how long they're going to extend the unemployment numbers or the uh, unemployment payment. I think that's it. That's all I got. Did I? Oh, let's get the, let's get the prayer and then I'll, I'll get going. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love your fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who riot for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a basic matter of insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. There you go. <clears throat> there you go, guys. All right, any more Super Chats? We're done. I got Scott Lutke here. Two bucks. The answer to every problem, throw money at it. Yes, that is the that is the solution to everything. That is why uh, the American Indians, who we've thrown more money per capita at, uh, are the dominant racial group within the United States. That's why they're beating the uh, the Asians and the Ashkenazi Jews in income per capita and health uh, and wealth expectancy. All right, that's it. Uh, go to assholeconsulting.com. Check out the books. Links to everything down below. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.